independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Biden's over in Saudi Arabia soon. It's really interesting. So he flew over there, right? So he goes to Israel. And, I, and we're going to touch on this a little bit later, but think about this. I'm 51. Most of you are in around my age, a little bit older, a little bit younger. What haven't we heard? I mean, talk about, like, peace in the Middle East, Palestine, Israel. We've heard none of that stuff. It's been Iran, 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 Iran. And it's been gas and oil. He's over there. Uh, we'll see. You know, big question is, is he going to sit down? Is he going to say anything about Khashoggi? Because that's, oh, my God, is he, what's he gonna, is he, could he say anything? Is he going to say anything about Khashoggi? I don't think, in a quiet moment, he may look over and go, look, dude, we know what you did. And that's not BSS. We understand what you did. We have bigger fish to fry right now with those people trying to get a weapon. All right? We need you to pump some more oil. We need you to make it a little bit more uncomfortable for Iran and Russia to be pals. All right? We, we, we need you to do a few of these things because you don't need them to be nuclear. It'll help us over here. So we need to do this. Because if they got a nuclear weapon, much like everybody says, I'm hat in hand over here, you're going to be hat in hand over to us, asking us for more weapons and what can we do. So let's help a brother out. And that includes us. Now the president won't say if he will even raise the issue directly with the crown prince. I always bring up human rights. But my position on Khashoggi has been so clear. If anyone doesn't understand it in Saudi Arabia or anywhere else, then they haven't been around for a while. What's changed? High gas prices at home. Biden hoping to increase the flow of oil from the region back to the U.S. Though Biden insists the trip is about stability in the Middle East. Look, as much as uh, he's probably not going to raise it, he'll raise it in a quiet way. Maybe. You might forget. I don't know. But this has changed. Iran is close to getting a nuclear weapon. And they're going to. And the reason they're going to is because they want to. No piece of paper is going to stop them. No sanctions are going to stop them. We have sanctioned the hell out of them. None of that stuff is going to stop them from doing what they want to do. The question is, unless we go and we get in there. Because... You know, the the press conference with the Prime Minister of Israel and and, and him, he's like, nothing's off the table. Uh, you know, he goes, but, you know, we'd like to have, uh, uh, there's going to have to be some diplomacy. We'd like to let it breathe a little bit and talk. And as he's shaking his head, no, like no military action. There's the, there's the Prime Minister from Israel. He's like, he's shaking his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this has become. But oil's a huge part of it. Gas prices are still crappy. Inflation is through the roof. I want you to listen to this. This this right here is a a woman who's struggling big time. Struggling. Trying to to make it through the day. This is this should be Republicans ad everywhere. I'm not making ads need. I'm not making it. I'm setting my savings. Um I get paid tomorrow and already my whole paycheck is spoken for and it's the first time in my life I've had to apply for food stamps because I don't know how we're going to continue eating groceries. Paid for by the Biden administration. Oh, yeah. 
Here's a, a gentleman who's a little bit older, who's lived his life, who's heading towards retirement, doesn't know what he's going to do. Would you be able to afford to no. stay? No. Oh, no. No, indeed. Not at all. I probably would have to move in with my kids or whatever. Paid for by the Biden administration. I did that. It's the dominant thing that people are talking about. Every day when I talk to people, whether we're just BSing, we might talk some sports, we'll talk about other stuff, but you know what? Somewhere in there comes up inflation. Somewhere in there comes up gas. Somewhere in there it comes up. Some people a lot more than others, but even people who are not quote-unquote political, who have nothing to do with politics, it comes up. It comes up. So, yeah, this is not a good look. And if you're the Biden administration, you're looking around and you can spin it how you want to spin it. You can talk about everything that you think. Oh, yeah, it's not reflected in, in these numbers last month. Da, da, da. It, it, stop celebrating a victory that's so tiny and means so very little. Gas prices come down for 30 days. Yes, but go back a year. They're still up $1.70 from where they were. Zero anticipation. Great that you're going over to see Saudi Arabia. How about five months too late? How about that? How about the fact that China, luckily, has locked down 30 million people again over the last several weeks, so that's helped out ease some of the pressure on them buying energy. By the way, their numbers today weren't great either. They grew very little. So you can look at it two ways. Either they grew very little or they contracted a little bit. So there's a lot. And if you're him, man, the rumbles are going to get bigger and bigger. The closer we get to midterms, they're going to get bigger and bigger. The closer we get to midterms and then through, you're going to start to hear, it's time to move on. But his poll numbers... Welcome to Meet the Press Now. I'm Kristen Welker. As President Biden continues his trip through the Middle East, he's facing a pile on at home. More bad economic numbers and even worse polling numbers. According to a new CNBC survey, President Biden's approval rating is down to 36 percent, with just 30 percent of Americans approving of his handling of the economy. Both numbers are all-time lows for this president and lower than both Donald Trump and Barack Obama's all-time lows. That's a lie. It's a lot. No, it's not. That's the media that helped him get into that position. That's the establishment media that ignored everything. That's the establishment media that, quite frankly, is going, "Uh uh-oh. I get it. You didn't like Trump. I got It is what it is. This is what we have right now. This is what we have going on at this moment. He's the guy that's the president right this second. I don't want him to fail, but you can't ignore that. You can't ignore that. And who are you out there that's like, yeah, the 30% of you. The three out of every ten thing. I think he's doing a bang-up job. Who are you? Curious. Who are you? I'm just... I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, four out of five dentists don't approve of this. You, you're telling me that three out of every ten people are like, I think he's doing a phenomenal job. I think he's doing a bang. I, I, I don't think it gets better. He's nailing it. He is. 
Now, a separate poll from Pew puts the president's approval rating at just 37 percent, a new low for his presidency there as well. All of this comes as the Labor Department reported today that wholesale prices for U.S. goods shot up more than 11 percent last month over a year ago, just shy of the record set in March. And that comes a day after the Labor Department reported the worst rise in inflation in 40 years, with prices climbing more than 9 percent over the last 12 months. Not good. Not good. You're just piling on. No, I'm just being honest. When you have people that are doing things they've never done before, getting second jobs, and a time where at least you can go get a second job, and I'm telling you guys, watch this more and more when it comes to the job market. While everybody talks about this, you know, for every person who's applying for a job, you know, there's two jobs for them. That's not going to happen much longer. More and more corporations are hiring for today, but not for tomorrow. Hiring for the need that they have at this moment in time, but they're not looking out and saying to themselves, you know what, we, we, we need 100, but we need 25 right now, but we're going to need 100. Now they're saying we need 25 right now. What about the other 75? You know what, we're going to pull back. We're not going to spend money here. We're not going to do the things that we need to do that we would normally do. Because I can't trust to tomorrow, and God only knows where interest rates will go up. And because we're a nation that borrows, that's that's because uh, we love borrowing. You go back to the seventies, and you see what our interest rates were like. They were bumping them. They weren't bumping them a quarter percent. Out. They were bumping them like four or five percent. Just do, 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 and do. Which we couldn't do today. If we did that today, we'd just we'd we'd bankrupt ourselves. But the whole thing is to get us to stop spending. Which our government doesn't know how to do. We get that. He's got big fish to fry, and it isn't all about the economy, and that's a lot of what's going on there. People are pissed at him. They're ah, I can't believe you're over there beating the Saudis. Here's the thing about being the president. I'm glad he went because he needs to. I'm glad he went because quite frankly, this has to be done. You don't like it. You're angry with them. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the reality of it. He needs to go over and talk to them. We're a global world. Right? We're a global economy. We're all tied in in some way, shape, or form. This needs to be done, but it's not just about oil and gas when you've got a country that's trying to break out that could cause more instability. And if you think gas prices are expensive now... If you think they're expensive today in a market that can be extremely emotional, imagine what happens if they get a nuclear capabilities to have a breakout to get a bomb. And Israel goes in and does something, or then they announce that they have one, and all of a sudden, either the instability in that area where there's so much oil, then we're looking at what for a barrel of oil? Hmm. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. A uh, lot of stuff to get to talk about today. Uh, tons of it. We're going to try to squeeze it all in. Uh, coronavirus looks like it's back in a plum. And by that, I mean, well, it's here. And, well, it depends on where you live is the end. 
part of it. EdenPureDeals.com, uh, absolutely fantastic. Plug them straight into your wall. It's that simple. I don't know how it gets any easier than that. Plug it straight into the wall. Boom, it's the best air purifier. OxyLeaf 2 Thunderstorm, no filters to buy. Absolutely delicious smelling. Afterwards, little hint of a thunderstorm, hence the name. What I love is you barely hear them. They don't mask odors. They destroy odors. You would never know that anything, you know, st- st- you know, stunk in there. So, and if you've got a place like litter boxes or, you know, maybe you were a smoker or whatever, whatever it is, it kills the odors. Right now, save $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. You're going to get free shipping. You get a three-pack. Put them anywhere in the house, right? So maybe you have one room that's troublesome. Maybe you've got just spread them out and you just want that nice smell. Maybe, whatever it is, you watch what happens. It's incredible. It really is. You will smell the difference. Free shipping, EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3, EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3, EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Two legislative panels have been taking testimony on the shooting at Robb Elementary School and the police response to it. The committees will make recommendations to the full Texas legislature and to Governor Greg Abbott. Can I tell you that something will get passed that will improve school safety? 100% yes. Abbott's response to gun violence has always been to focus on mental health and school safety, not new restrictions on firearms. In the wake of Uvalde, he says, The status quo is unacceptable and will not be allowed. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Yeah, the status quo, but what's the status quo? Again, uh, it, it, that video the other day was, and if you've not seen it, there, you, there's, you don't see the kids. And by the way, there's an argument that people are making out there. Show everything. Show everything. Let people see what happens. I'm not in that camp. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not in that camp. Uh... But the video of him just walking willy-nilly in there and then kind of being confronted and then the the tuck tail and run, it's one thing when you're trying to get to cover and you're trying to, how should we say this, you're, you're, you're trying to, okay, let's gather our thoughts, let's figure out what we're going to do. It's another thing when you're just like, okay, well, he's, he, he won. And then they're just over there, got hand sanitizer, guy's got the sitting there scrolling through his phone. It, it's the, the look is horrible uh, before the actual pictures because of all the lies that have been painted in everybody's minds. Uh, but then it just got worse. And I don't know what it, it goes back to this. Take away the gun side of the aspect if we can. How did you how this person get there? How did this person get into this situation? What did he do? How did he fall apart? How did nobody know what his plans were? Why did nobody say anything? Is it all mental health? It's not all mental health, by the way. 
It's not. Some people are just evil SOBs. Some people just suck. They're horrible. Could he have done this with handguns? Yeah, he could have done with handguns. Average shooting takes, what, two to five minutes? They said that his shoot, the shooting had stopped after two and a half minutes. So take away his gun. But what happens if somebody else gets another gun and goes and does something? But you've done everything before. Going back to the fact that you're punishing people who are law-abiding citizens by saying you can't have this. Texas isn't going to do that. And as usual, we start, you know, somebody does something wrong, we start pointing fingers at the weapon, the tool. Well, it made it easier. What if he would have driven his car through there and killed a bunch of people? Luckily, he didn't know how to drive because that would have been an idea maybe he would have had. God. It's the battle, though. It's the battle. But that, you know, I, man, video changes everything. Go back. I always say this. Ray Rice. NFL, successful running back, suspended two games for a domestic violence situation, and that was it. The video gets out of him hitting his girlfriend and knocking her out in an elevator. Never plays football again. When you see it, it has a whole different thing that goes on in your mind and how you view it, and seeing it... People can't unsee them doing nothing. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's the economy, stupid. Yeah. It is. It's a great shift going on politically in this country, which I find fascinating. I'm fascinated by it. The Democrats and the Republicans seem to have switched places in in a lot of ways of people they represent. Democrats now tend to be more elite, right? Educated, the everyday average working person tends to be more of a Republican now. Isn't that kind of odd, the way that that's flipped over? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely it. You know, when when I was a kid growing up, when you think of a Democrat, you think of a union guy, right? It's a union guy. Here's a union guy, right? My grandfather, my grandfather was the head of the Carpenters Union for years. If you were to ask him, uh, hey, Grandpa, can men get pregnant? He'd have backhanded me. <laughs> Stop talking like that, boy. Go vote union. Nowadays, that's a question, right? Saw that the other day. It's odd, though, isn't it? The way that they have flopped. And on top of that, Latinos, Hispanics, Latinx, I mean, I don't even, what What else, is it, Bi, no, they're not part of, Bi, are they part of BIPOC? No, I don't 
What's BIPOC? Uh, black, indigenous, people of color? Because apparently that's a thing. Labels. But they have flopped. Right? They have flopped. And it's going to be very interesting to see what takes place. Because who's the per Like, if you're upper middle class, right, you make 200 grand a year, uh, you know, unless you live in San Francisco or Los Angeles or, or, or Manhattan, uh, the reality is you're probably sitting okay. Yeah, gas has gone up. Price is a little bit more expensive places. But, yeah, you know, 401K's down a bit. But the reality is, is I might bitch about the fact that I'm paying five bucks for gas, but uh, I'm not, it's not stopping my life. If you and your wife bring home 80 grand a year and you're living that paycheck to paycheck, and you've got people out there going, you know, it's uh, it's tough. It's a tough transition to $100,000 electric cars. <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? You know, yes, 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 men can't have babies. Again, what are you talking about? Because both sides have allowed the fringes to be too loud. And while I expect the Republicans at some point in time to screw up, on the way to the midterms. The reality is, as easy as they're going to screw up, the left is going to screw up. And their fringe is loud. It seems like when they get into power, their only pursuit is more power and not the needs of the voters. Well, it's the needs of the few, the individuals, outweigh the question. And I don't, I don't think it's fair to Democrats. I think moderate Democrats are kind of stuck. Yeah. Like, you know, because the, it's just like if our fringe suddenly started driving the bus, we would all have very different conversations on this show. That's right? true. And it, they're not only driving the bus, they're also deciding who gets on the bus. Mm -hmm. So if you're not in line and in tow with what they've got, you can't be a part of it. And that excludes just about everybody but their little group or whoever they've decided to be. And by the way, that's a band domination of uh, Greg Gutfeld. I spoke to his wife yesterday. Uh, oh, that was Tyrus. Uh, but uh, the... The reality is the fringes are driving the bus. Yeah. The, the, the 2,000 mules, because the media focuses on a lot of the antics and the craziness, but that's one of the things that the fringes have done because for Republicans, and you're seeing it now, because here's the thing. Both sides need to do what? You're going to get your base by and large. You are. Who wins the middle, meaning who wins the independence, is how it goes. So what you're seeing for the Democrats is they're going out and they're pushing the conspiracy theorists, the people, you know, you know, the, the people that you're thinking, oh, my God, are you serious? Case in point. Right here, we've got uh, Carrie Lake. All she wants to talk about is is 2020 and she would have not certified it and and you know all of the things that she's she is she she checks the box for all of the stuff. Got that guy in Pennsylvania who most Republicans are like, "Oh, why?" And money's pouring in from Democrats and they're pushing they want them to win because they think in the general they're going to lose because the independents are like, "We don't want that. We don't want that." And the left has their problem. Both of them are allowing the fringes to do too much. You got to win 
everybody's like the middle. You mean the people that don't know the middle, meaning independent voters who are not single voters, who are not voting Democrat every time or Republican every time, who may have a ticket that looks purple. Who may be pro-life, but likes a lot of what the Dems talk about, who may be pro-choice, but is more conservative in other areas fiscally. Those are the people you need to win. But when you've got people going 2,000 mules and the other people going, yeah, you should be able to abort a baby, uh, you know, four minutes before it's born. And on top of that, uh, you know, men can have babies and capitalism's evil. You, you can't. That's not a winning argument for the average person. Because when I go to the ballot box, I look down and I think to myself, I wish we had a third party. A real third party, not a fringe, like, green super party that is just, you know, it's like basically you, you're, you're more liberal than the progressives. Where You know, a party that's like going out there and really talking to the people and speaking to them. Because that's where most of us are. That tent is big. And let me tell you something. That tent is expanding all the time, and it's easy to bring a Republican in or a Democrat in. Very rarely, if you're a conservative, are you getting people from the left cruising in? And very rarely, if you're on the left, are you getting people from the right cruising in? When Trump lost, because he lost. Biden didn't win. He lost. It was because that middle decided, okay, we've had enough. We've had enough. And the left has their issues. Like I say, as much as I expect that, that there be a trip up for the Republicans come midterms, uh, I don't expect it to be that bad that, that, that they're going to lose everything because I know the left is going to do what the left does. The, the loud fringes are going to take over. So we're in a good position right now to actually get some things done because the American people are listening to who's going to do what's best for my dinner table, not what I call my wife at the dinner table, whatever pronoun that is or whatever. Yeah. We don't give a damn what you call me. Make sure there's food on my table. That's the whole thing is that they've replaced the needs of the working class for uh, identity politics. They want name tags on everybody instead of meeting people. Yeah. Used to been about the content of your character, right? One great man who wanted that. Not the color of your skin, the content of your character, who you were on the inside. Now it's like that matters very, very little. All I really care about is your skin color and what box I can put you in that may help me based on your ad- identity. And that is not a good thing. It is not. Oh, man. They've kind of flipped this. They've flipped the script. It's going to be interesting to see if this this lasts, because for years it was always the you know the Republicans are only kowtowing to the evil you know the white guy in the suspenders sitting up there at Wall Street going ha 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 smoking his cigar and and now it's you go look and see see where the money comes from, see a lot of that stuff, but see who that upper middle class white college educated person is pulling for and why they're doing it. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. It's big. It didn't go anywhere, but it is back. We're calling it the coronavirus. Oh, my God. Is it back? Oh, boy, is it back. Man, how excited are you guys? And it's weird because it's back, but 
Can it be stopped? Not this variant, I don't think. What about mask, huh? It is able. Hey, who's that guy? It is able. Hey, is that, is that, are you? It is able to talk to Fauci here. It is able to escape some of the immune protection that you get from prior infection as well as vaccination. Yeah, it's back. It's not going anywhere. It's back. But it never went anywhere because it's not going to. We're like 100,000, 105,000 people test positive uh, a day. Uh, How many more? Don't test positive. And here's the other thing. So the, the, the new BA5, BA, like like bracket? No, no. The, this apparently, the home test probably doesn't catch it. Because the other home test, by the way, didn't catch the other one either. But this apparently is to the point where you almost have to swap your nose, I've been told, and then try to get back to your throat. And you, and you might have to test two or three times. What, what am I doing at that point? So now the question is, mask, 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 mask. I woke up this morning, got an email from our company. Uh, And it said, while we're not masking, we are going to be moving in a direction of more caution. Uh, But that may come back soon. L.A. County. With the high rates of transmission fueling the increased risks, sensible safety precautions that can slow down the spread of the virus are warranted, and that includes universal indoor masking. Oh, man. Where I want to see what this looks like for real, because the death numbers aren't going up. There's we, We're testing, as far as our positivity rate, is four or five times as high as it was at this time last year, but our death rate is nearly the same. So this spreads easier. And what I've been told, at least the symptoms for adults, it's a day where you feel crummy and you may have a really sore throat. Maybe for, and, and you know, you might knock you out. Kids, you may get it and, and, and have an upset stomach. Uh, but if you had the old coronavirus, right, the, the OG, the, the last Omicron, there's a chance you're going to get this one, too, because you will, that one, they're almost separate. So th- that one offers no protection. They don't know. It's, the, it's here. It's not going anywhere. But during an election season, what's that look like? When people are worried about all these things if you start making people go back and home and by the way there's no more money right they're not printing any more money they've already done that they're looking around going inflation's kicking our ass you're not printing any more money so the thought of we're sending everybody home and we're giving everybody more paychecks and we're going to slow things down again that that thing that ship it sailed and then it sunk You think things are crazy now? Could you imagine what that would look like? Oh, good God. And plus, if you've told everybody for two years, we're going to two weeks to flatten a curve and you're still playing this game and now you're telling everybody going to go back in and it's time for an election, you're going to get people who are running tight elections going, you better not do that. But it could spread. You better not do it. You better not think twice because I'm up for election. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Sure. Twitter right there, roughgreens, R-U-F-F-greens.com slash chat. We're going to talk about funny dogs' names here in a minute. 
uh, that this guy does on TikTok. My dog Doodle, his name's Doodle Von Doodlestein. That's his, uh, that's his name. Not his birth name. We don't know what his birth name was. And the fake name they gave him at the old shelter was useless, too. I think they called him Todd or something. Uh, but man, I love my dogs. I do. I love my dogs. My, my cats. And you know, when I had cats, they had crazy names. Uh, my lizards have crazy names, but my dogs, there's something about them, right? Like, you know, cats don't really like you. And my lizards, eh, a few of them are okay. They like me. Some of them are looking lizards. Some are petting. My dogs always were petting. Came out early this morning. There's Doodle. I love the fact that I see him. He's healthy. He's happier. All because of Rough Greens. Best thing I've ever done was give him Rough Greens, sprinkle it on top of his food, and it is the supplement he needs with all of the nutrients and vitamins inside of it. Try it. Get a bag for free. Go to ruffgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Free bag for you. Chad Benson Show. Fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruben! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it, some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. All right, where's Bart Ruffalo? Who's got Pico de Gato? I don't know how people create the names they do, but there are some genius minds out there that really are creative. The Chicago-based veterinarian sharing some of the most bizarre on TikTok. All right, I'm looking for Paul McCartney. The video's racking up more than 8.3 million views. Ozzy Pawsborn, the Prince of Barkness. In addition to the silly stuff, Dr. Frank also shares content to help pet owners, from performing the Heimlich on animals to red flags you shouldn't ignore. So my cats, when I had cats, I gave them funny names, right? Like my lizards, eh, you know, yeah, Winston and stuff. But it's the, like Norm, just call him Norm, because he looks like he'd saddle up to the bar, because he's kind of, plumpy uh i've got my two big lace monitors they're 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 a couple they're bonded uh and they are uh gomez and morticia right uh but uh you know and then i've got uh, my giant huge nile his name is uh his name is mo named after the soccer star mo uh salah and then i've got ozzy who's a big argus monitor because it's ross Drake. so and then i got a bunch of other you know but it's uh Snakes, you know, eh, I got Lemon Blast. His name's Lemony, and, you know, they got But my cats, even Doodle, just do Like, I've got Red and I've got Bowie. They're just, they're dogs, Red and Bowie. Doodle, we joke with Doodle, Doodle Von Doodlestein, but I don't think he speaks English, so he doesn't even know what his name is. But the cats, well, the cats had names. Captain Cat Fantastic, Superhero Warrior Ninja Kitty, and... All right, like that was, was, are you serious? Yeah, Captain Cat Fantastic. Superhero Warrior Ninja Kitty. No way. Yeah. And then we had Zipper T, Fluffer Bump, Junior Doctor Esquire the Third. What kind of law does he practice? He's mostly into feline law. That's pretty much what he's into. <laughs> people. I like people who give their dogs just regular names. What's that? Steve. It's Tom the dog. Oh, my Lord. That guy, though, he's huge. Because uh, I was talking to a couple of the youngsters that were here today. Uh, working over in the other place, and they're like, uh, uh, they were telling me that, oh, God, that, that guy's great. 
I watch him all the time. And I'm like, he goes, and he catches people, and that's how they do it. They, they hook you in on something, and then they give you good advice. Hey, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. This if you should worry if your dog does this or eh, don't worry too much about that. TikTok, man, I'm telling you. My kids live on TikTok. They live on TikTok. If and Google is freaking out because you know what TikTok's becoming? YouTube, you know what it's becoming? A search engine. And they're flipping out. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Inflation nation. Prices are rising. If you're the president, what do you do? Well, there's not a lot he can do. Look, I say this over and over again. I do not want Biden to fail. I do not want him to be embarrassed. For those of you out there, you know, I mean, we joke about his, I I joke about his his mental capacity. Here's the reality. I think he's not as sharp as he was. Uh, He always had issues. Uh, back in the day, I mean, you know, there was always something with Biden. Uh, but I, I don't want him to fail. But he's been a failure. There's a difference. I'm not rooting for him to fail. How many times do I have to say that? It's like rooting for your pilot to want to crash the plane because you didn't get what you wanted. It's not what I want. But he's been a failure up until this point. Poll numbers are suggesting it's it's far worse uh, and it's also poll numbers are also suggesting there are people that are on hard drugs. Welcome to Meet the Press Now. I'm Kristen Welker. As President Biden continues his trip through the Middle East, he's facing a pile on at home. More bad economic numbers and even worse polling numbers. According to a new CNBC survey, President Biden's approval rating is down to 36 percent, with just 30 percent of Americans approving of his handling of the economy. Both numbers are all-time lows for this president and lower than both Donald Trump and Barack Obama's all-time lows. Ooh, that's not good. If you're below Donald Trump, <sighs> what? Because let's be real, for a lot of people out there, independents and even some Republicans, which probably made up 20%, they didn't like Donald Trump. His policies, how many times have you heard this? Not just on my show, but but just from people that you know. Uh, maybe it's you. Oh, I like his policies. It's not like him. I just couldn't stand the chaos. I just needed a break. It was just too much. I, how how much did you? Uh, how many times? Hmm. And the reality is, is you go and look in some of the stuff. As as much as the stuff he got passed, a lot of it was conservative. There was things out there he tried to do where he had Republicans say no. He wanted to go harder at guns than most people realize and no he tried to get his wall but he tried to do it by telling you hey we'll give you all the DACA people you can handle let's get some immigration reform done 
So, yeah, their numbers, right? And then for a lot of people out there with Obama's numbers were at times just ridiculous. I'm like, I look back, Obama's, he's the worst, he's not the worst president of all time. Shut up. My God, that is the stupidest thing ever. Stop living in your, you know, this, this world of blinders. But Joe Biden, he's heading there. He's heading towards that worst presidency thing. He is. Like Jimmy Carter's like, I never thought I'd live to see the day that somebody sucked worse than I did. I think we found him. Now, a separate poll from Pew puts the president's approval rating at just 37 percent, a new low for his presidency there as well. All of this comes as the Labor Department reported today that wholesale prices for U.S. goods shot up more than 11 percent last month over a year ago, just shy of the record set in March. And that comes a day after the Labor Department reported the worst rise in inflation in 40 years, with prices climbing more than 9 percent over the last 12 months. Yeah. And now you've got a midterm. And in midterms, we tend to do what? We tend to switch and say, hold on a second. You can't have everything, right? You're going to have to give some of these things back. And the House is, I think we realize what the House is looking at, uh, which is probably a kick straight in the grundle. And as far as the, the, you know, the Senate goes, it's going to be close. Hence the reason that we talked about, if you missed any show, grab the podcast last hour, but quickly, that a lot of Democrats uh, are giving money and pushing the extreme right wing of the party because they know in an open general where you're not just having the party show up uh, and the and really the, the, the rabid parts of the party show up, uh, that those people are probably going to face a much tougher test than somebody who is just a, you know, just a dyed-in-the-wool conservative. So... They're pushing, 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 pushing. They are. Now, is it going to lead to something? Because I have known both of these sides to grab defeat from the jaws of victory on numerous occasions, and I expect the Republicans to stumble at some point, and then I expect them to watch the other side stumble even worse. Will inflation be the main driver of a red wave in November? Absolutely, Stuart, and I think that this is an issue that really swamps all of the other ones that you mentioned. Uh, you know, people can debate culture war issues, but the reality is that they have a, a very strict kind of uh, guide rail around them when it comes to the priorities of, of voters, and they aren't going to generate the kind of response that I think will ultimately lead to a wave of Republicans certainly taking over the House and in all likelihood the Senate as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. And then you've got a president that is elderly, that is not what he once was, that is already struggling. So the rumbles that you're going to hear come from Washington about you need to step down, you need to tell everybody you're not running, and we need to get out in front of this because we've got to start putting people in place that are going to be able to try to win the next election. It's... That's just the reality. I didn't want him to fail. And he still has time to turn it around. But I don't think this, 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 this Congress has time. The Senate doesn't have any time to turn anything around. They don't. 
So he can go out and do some executive orders and lay the groundwork for stuff that he would like to see get done. But the fact is, his team's on borrowed time. And Ben Dominique right there, who was uh, uh, at his, uh, had his wife on yesterday on our afternoon show, Megan, uh, this is right here. This is, he, he's right. Like the, the Inflation trumps huh, everything else. Go look. And people put it in two categories. You know, they're like, well, abortion's coming in at, you know, 11% or 12%, uh, you know, uh, just above. Uh, it's in third place, uh, a tight second to economy, which is 20%, and inflation, which is like 35%. Those two go hand in hand. So when you really look at it, the economy is sitting at 55 or 60% of what people are talking about. And inflation... You know, no, 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 abortion, twelve percent, and we're we're a immediate world. That's going to be litigated and fought for the next several years in local courts, places around. That isn't going to. That's not the driver that I think the Democrats are hoping for. It may help them money wise, but it's not helping them. I think at the polls in some areas. And by the way, certain areas it may help them get more votes. In a place that they've already won. It's like winning a soccer game or a football game. You won 56 to nothing. And you added an extra point. It didn't change the outcome. So it is quite possible that inflation gets worse by the time the election rolls around. People feel it on a daily basis. And when they look at just the experiences around them of, of the shrinking of packaging, you know, the, the cost of things that you see on a regular basis, that serves as a greater advertisement for an alternative agenda from Republicans than any amount of ads that they could be running uh, right. on TV and the like. It really turns people off. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, I want a greener world, too, but I recognize that we need to do uh, get back to what we're doing and we've done in the past, which is take on our own destiny when it comes to energy. And if you're somebody who's really into the green world, wouldn't you rather have us in a place where we're going to regulate it better than other places who don't care about the environment? Or are you just, you know, out of sight, out of mind? Because it makes you feel good. Probably a lot of that. And if I am the Republicans, what am I running on a daily basis? What am I doing on a daily basis? These are the people that I'm not only talking to, but these are the people that are going to be in my ads. I'm not making ads need. I'm not making it. I'm setting my savings. Um... My, I get paid tomorrow, and already my whole paycheck is spoken for. And it's the first time in my life I've had to apply for food stamps because I don't know how we're going to continue eating groceries. Think about that. Here's an elderly gentleman. They ask him, uh, what are you going to do with your life now? You're, you're, you're kind of struggling with just about everything that is, is, is going on. Uh, and you get a little bit older, and stuff's getting more expensive, including your house. No. Oh, no. No, indeed. Not at all. I probably would have to move in with my kids or whatever. So when people, when I, you know, it's so funny. The, uh, wages are growing faster than ever before, but inflation is blowing them away. Here's the reality of it. You're, you're depending on where you are in the country, the average person is losing about 4% 
say 4%, gone, 4%. So you take a 4% pay cut. Now, if you live in a place like, and and we all know that's baloney, just like we always know, well, you know, inflation's up uh, 9.1%. So, you know, go look, shrinkflation. You're paying more, you're getting less, and it's compounded. If everything costs 9% more, that doesn't equal 9% more on your check. Start multiplying that. Mm-hmm. Tough. Is it going to be a red wave? I think it will be. Senate's going to be tough, but I still think that they're going to, you know, and, and, and a lot of this also has to do to see who gets through in certain areas because I do think that they've set it up in a way where a couple of these guys who are fringe are going to get through and they are going to find out that that, that that is not going to work to their advantage. And I think we'll see some surprises. But I still think the Republicans at this moment in time, they're not just in the driver's seat. They're in the driver's seat. They have a full tank of gas, and it's smooth road ahead at this moment. Now, which one of them is going to grab the wheel and go off-road? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Hello, Fresh. Speaking of food, how about delivered straight to you? How about 16 free meals, three free gifts? How about, my friends, Hello, Fresh? Incredible. So it's summertime, right? In the summertime, a little bit light, a little bit, we're having a good time, hot outside. They've got their best meals right now, specifically for summer, specifically for you. 55 weekly options for you to choose from. Most choices of any meal kit. Wholesome, fresh ingredients. Love it. Absolutely delicious. Had some delivered here yesterday again, and it's just amazing. So. Even if you're traveling, you can have it delivered to where you're going. This is what's great about HelloFresh compared to everybody else. The food is amazing. Nothing. It's truly fresh. And secondly, it's so easy to do. It's got instructions. It takes two seconds to plop it in, get it ready, bam, and away you go and you're eating. Right now, get 16 free meals across seven boxes plus three free gifts. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. That's Benson16. You're going to get 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Use code Benson16 at HelloFresh.com, Benson16. HelloFresh.com, Benson16. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's take a peek and find out what's trending. Just reading an article, uh, Army Hammer, we talked about him yesterday. He's the actor who... uh, uh, you know, women have accused him of being violent and uh, manipulative and just kind of an uh, the whole, like, he's a cannibal and he got dropped by his agency and, you know, now he's, he's like, he's near homelessness and stuff. And uh, you never know what the real truth is, but apparently Robert Downey Jr. has been paying for him in his rehab and uh, doing a lot. And his, his, his estranged wife is helping him through it because she's like, we got kids together. You know, I don't want them to think, you know. So it's interesting to see, like, how that breaks down. 
But it was in the article, Robert Downey Jr. said, look, I would went through. I mean, this is a guy people don't. The generation that loves him as Iron Man had no idea what he was like before that. He woke up in a neighbor's bed where their kids were. Now, they weren't in the bed, but he was in. The, I mean, he was a hot mess. And he said, if it wasn't for Mel Gibson, he goes, I don't know where I'd be. What else is trending? Uh, Tiger Woods uh, out of the British Open. He did not uh, make the cut, but, uh, you know, uh, still a huge draw. Ivana Trump, biggest thing trending in the last 24 hours. Uh, Donald Trump's first wife uh, passed away. Apparently she had a cardiac arrest and fell down the stairs. She was 73. Head over to Twitter where everybody's arguing about, well, I don't know. Apparently New York Magazine has big article days trending. I've already made that decision about 2024. Of course you know he's going to run, especially. Here's when he wouldn't run. If the economy was booming, if things were great, we weren't in recession or headed towards a recession, there's no chance Donald Trump runs. Guess what? Do I think his ego is going to tell him don't run? No, his ego is telling him run, run, run. Run, run, run. Tons of stuff trending about the British Open, as well as the Supreme Court justices, and why don't they have more protection, and, you know, the don't ever let them sleep. If this Talk about the most childish things in the world. I understand that you're upset. Well, here's the thing. How about this? Get more people in there that believe the things that you want, that, that you find to be important, and get them in there and then have them codify, put in laws that you believe protect the things that are important to you. But deciding that you're going to then, well, if, I, if we can't get what we want, like a child, I'm going to throw a fit. I'm going to threaten and I'm going to rage. That's just insane. And Joe Manchin apparently has informed uh, Democratic leaders that he would not support any economic package that contains new spending on climate change or includes new tax increases targeting wealthy Americans or corporations because, well, he's in a red state. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Yes, it is. Kids and kittens, how are you on this most fabulous day? So excited for the weekend. Jack's going to come out and going to hang out and have some fun. I watched, uh, uh, I watched a great show a lot. So I go home, you know, I do all my work and I'm here all day. And, and uh, you know, it's just it, the last three days are just all over the place. When I'm not working, I've been at the headache with and any tax attorneys out there in California would like to text a program and, 
323-538-2423, because the nightmare that California continues to put me through, even though we're trying to sort it out. Uh, but I, I just, when I go home, I don't want to talk about stuff. So normally I go home and swim, but eh, the rain, you know, we had a ton of rain and lightning. And I'm like, uh, I know one thing, water and lightning, bad, very bad. So I said, let's watch some TV and just kind of relax, wind down a little bit. And I'm like, but I don't want to get too into that. I don't want to start a new program or something like that. I'm like, what's this D.B. Cooper? Because I know D.B. Cooper. I watched it all in the whole nine yards. Man, I got sucked in last night to... It's I think it's a four part like show and I got through the first two episodes before I was fading. My goodness. Just a just a just the whole thing cuz everybody thinks they know and everybody's a suspect including and you left these out there including a trans person. <laughs> Barb is her name. He Barb used to be Bob first person in the state of Washington to have a to transition back in the day uh but uh everybody thinks they know it's like man we're so close and there's so many people who are you like that guy it's like the zodiac oh that's the one that there he is that's the one that that he he is it that's the guy that's the But nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. And some of the stories behind the people who they thought were it. And you got to think about this for a second, too, because there are some of them who enjoyed it. But the, the notoriety of maybe being Dan Cooper, by the way, the, the originally it was, it was Dan Cooper. But some, somehow it got to DB and they thought that was just cooler and everybody just kind of ran with it. So like, whatever. That whole thing is just fascinating, though. And if you don't know the story, first of all, you must be younger. But uh, it was back in the day, and uh, if you're older, you remember, it's back in the 70s and 80s, there was a lot of what we used to call skyjackings. <laughs> but most of the skyjackings were like activists, and they all said in the thing, everybody wanted to go to Cuba, right? Because that's where they were going to go get free. Found out they were wrong. Uh, but he was different. And he asked for four parachutes on Northwest Orient on a puddle jumper from Portland to Seattle 50 years ago. And he asked for four parachutes and $200,000 cash, equivalent to about a million bucks. And they gave it to him. And then he, they landed the plane. Everybody got off but one stewardess and the pilots. They went back up again. And within about 10 minutes, he had jumped off the plane into a foggy, rainy night with $200,000 and never to be seen or heard from again. I think they, they found some stuff along the way over the years, but it was a trip. The whole thing was a trip. Just everybody was a suspect. You know, everybody's husband, friend, brother, and they looked like it were it, but then, and then they weren't. <laughs> no. I get sucked into that stuff. Because he is fa they've got restaurants up in Seattle and, like, the Portland area that are D.B. Cooper restaurants. Like, if he was still alive, dude, you're missing out on the stuff. <laughs> you're missing out on the stuff. You're missing out. There's a restaurant named after you with beers and drinks. It's, it's a microbrew, but, you know, still. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson. Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Hey, 
somebody I think might be running for president. I think you really like. Can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? Because they don't seem to say that. I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable some of the stuff that you're hearing about that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Again, when you allow, uh, when you allow the fringes to control, you think that was DeSantis there, and he's going to be running against this guy. I'm pretty sure about it. So yesterday when I saw Gavin Newsom parading around outside with his jacket off in front of the West Wing, I just started laughing because I thought it was so savage to be in the White House when President Biden is overseas, away from Washington. And there are ways to go into the White House discreetly. He made sure that the people staked out at the West Wing saw him. He did the walk around. He walked near the cameras to make sure that everybody knew that he was there. I mean, Joe Biden is the most unpopular president in the World War II, post-World War II era. And he's about to kick Biden when he's down. Yeah, Biden's over in the Middle East right now. He's in Saudi Arabia today. And the big question, of course, is, is he going to ask them to have a moment where they can talk about MBS's role in the murder of Khashoggi? And they've got bigger, bigger issues right now. And that's pissing people off. You've got, you've got, you know, uh, dissidents from Saudi Arabia who are angry and mad. You, it doesn't matter what you do. People are going to be angry and mad. And sometimes the understanding of the greater good that might have to happen, you, you, you're going to have to suck it up because do you think Saudi Arabia likes the fact that they got to go to America to get weapons? Do you think Saudi Arabia likes the fact that they have to have America? play a part in helping them make sure that Iran doesn't get a nuclear weapon, which is a big part of what these talks have become? No. I don't thrill that at all. They don't like us. They like our money. They like to be beholden to them, but they don't like us and what we stand for. And I would like to see him, you know, because he wanted to make him a pariah, but at some point you got to just shut your mouth and go, you know what? There's a time and a place. This ain't it. This will, well, if not, then this is the thing about when people are so focused on one singular thing rather than the, they're, they're, they're the people that, that are, that are, they see a penny and they've stepped over $10 to pick up the penny. And then you found out it's a Canadian cent and it's not worth anything. Yeah, there's a time that that he needs to address this in a much different way. This ain't it. And the reason is simple. Iran's close to getting a nuclear weapon. That can't happen. So sometimes you pick and choose places that you do things. And in doing so, you'll get further. Just willy-nilly going off all the time through emotions, it ain't going to help. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter. We talked earlier. We'll probably talk a little later about the whole coronavirus thing. I don't know if you guys are back, but geez, it's everywhere. Uh, there's another one that you need to worry about, and it is everywhere. We should all, I don't even know what kind of mask we wear. The United States, we have about a thousand cases, and that's probably an undercount. So it's something we need to take seriously, not to panic by it. Fauci. Monkeypox. Here. Where? Here. We really must take it seriously because it is, in fact, spreading at a rate that we feel we must address with testing and with vaccinations. Okay. How is it spreading? Just 
just curiously, that's the big thing, right? How is the monkey pox spreading? Hmm. It is an infection that is spread by close physical contact, skin to skin contact. Skin to skin contact. The vast majority of this has been sex. That's it. Sex. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So if you aren't going out having wild, unprotected sex with several people, mostly men, the chances of you getting this are pretty slim. It's not airborne. So I think we're going to be okay. And I'm like, I don't even know. He's going to have us dressing as a giant condom. what we're gonna look like if, if fauci got his way that's what we'd look like hey guys what are you doing ah it's just oh here it comes oh my lord but i don't know what else to say in that situation it's just it's 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 a headline grabber i mean with all the stuff going on with you know here comes the 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 ba5 coronavirus and people are panicking about that because I got it this morning, man. I got up this morning, and there it was. There it was, right there, right in the 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 inbox. Somebody must have sent it late last night. They're they're going to you know you know DefCon three out of four here. We're not quite into mask yet, but we're getting there. My on air partner, uh, my afternoon show is a hypochondriac. He's he's almost back in a mask, and he's gotten four shots now. He's almost back. And now he goes to church on Monday nights because there's not a lot of people there. Uh, and he avoids any any being out in, in certain areas. But he's not quite there. But, like, he, they just well, they went to Europe, and he's like, and his wife's like, because his wife, uh, she's the exact opposite. She's like, I'm not wearing it. <laughs> I'm not wearing it. I'm not. And, and, so, and so when they flew to Europe, he was the only one on the plane for, like, 14 hours wearing a mask. But I didn't get sick. I'm like, how do you know you didn't get sick? How do you know? Well, because I didn't get sick. I mean, how do you know? So many people are still asymptomatic. So how do you know? I think for people who are terrified of this, to get it and to not get really sick, I think would be a disappointment for them. <laughs> I think it would be. I'm like, aw. 323-538-2423. Got a little nature messing you up. Nature's all over the place, from sharks to sea lions, and what about that murder hornet? We'll talk about that as well. Raycon, best earbuds around. I wear my Raycons all the time when I'm working, when I'm working out, and summertime's the best time to get yourself out doing stuff, and Raycons has the best earbuds around. Premium earbuds at about, oh, I'd say about a third to a half of price. 49,000 five-star reviews. And a comfort level that is seconds and on, plus the control that you get on these with the different modes you can set your hearing to. So if you want noise isolation, if you want awareness mode, which means you can, you know, you can still hear the great podcast or music or whatever you're listening to. At the same time, you can hear around you or isolation mode where all you hear is what's on the, your, your phone or if you're editing something or watching something. on t That's all you hear. It's incredible. Incredible and fit again, uh, amazing right now. Save 15%. Get yourself the best earbuds around eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life. Go to buyraycon.com slash Chad. That's buyraycon.com slash Chad. 15% off buyraycon.com 
slash chat. Chad Benson Show. I usually don't get into politics. As an ordinary suburban housewife, you're a little disrespected. I teach my children not to name cards. You are a Oh, man. Um, guys, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? Chad Benson. Producer Phil, remind everybody again about nature. What can do to you? Nature will mess you up. Mess you up, even in fun and frivolity. You're like, look, it's a sea lion. I'm going to get close to it and maybe snap a pic. Maybe that's what set off these two sea lions on a beach near San Diego. <laughs> so they're chasing the beachgoers, as I see. And the beachgoers are scrambling. Look at how fast these sea lions move. I didn't think that they could waddle quite that fast. Oh, my. But they are uh, chasing all the beachgoers away. These are sea lions. They're charging, basically. The woman who took the video <laughs> says someone was trying to take a photo of them when they suddenly woke up. <laughs> are you enjoying this? I don't know why. I just imagine their little sea lion voices cursing these people out and chasing them Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah. Always a selfie, right? When the guy that fell into was at Mount Vesuvius this week. But you just, it just, just keep doing it, people. It's just thin in the herd. <laughs> I'm just cursing these people. I'm trying to swim. You'd think the ocean would be big enough for all of us, but no. Oh, man, that's what I needed. Oh, the <laughs> Yeah. So you got that part of nature. And then, of course, you have got this you know what's happening sharks 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 where everywhere four great white sharks have been spotted near cape cod in the last three days people are being urged to stay out of the water around dawn and dusk and stay within crowds because there's safety in numbers meaning uh, the chances if, if the thing is going to eat somebody it's going to probably you won't be the one right just waiting for that number to come up but there seems to be more attacks because we're getting in the water more they're also increasing in numbers. The great white sharks in particular aren't being, they're protected. So they're, they're, they're growing. But the difference between a great white shark and a lot of other sharks is great white sharks take a long time to reproduce. I don't think they come into their maturity sexually until they're in their 30s. So it's not like they're, they don't produce really fast, but the numbers are getting stronger and stronger. And you had years and years and years and decades where you never did anything about seals and sea lions and the things that they like to eat. So they just, they had no predators. So they reproduced all the time. And now, as these sharks are finding out, hey, the food's unlimited, every once in a while, eh, somebody gets bit. A string of new shark attacks. A shark bite at the East Booth at Smith Point Park Pavilion. On Long Island, New York yesterday, a surfer bitten on the leg by what officials believe was a tiger shark. Officials say the man punched at the shark after it moved towards him again. A short time later, 25 miles away, another man standing in waist-deep water was bitten in the wrist and backside by a shark that came up from behind him. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, California. Well, man, it is... Uh... Sharkville right now on the west coast. I was about 150 yards from being done near the beach when 
just wham. 62-year-old Steve Broomer is finally going home from the hospital three weeks after he was bitten by a great white off Monterey. Grabbed me and pulled me up and then dove me down in the water. He was bitten three times, lost nearly 30 pints of blood, and was one millimeter away from having a major artery severed. Yeah. And by the way, the shark that bit him, otherworldly, they're saying, size-wise. I was about 150 yards from being done near the beach when just wham, grabbed me and pulled me up and then dove me down in the water. I want to thank the good Samaritans and the people on the beach and that lead-footed ambulance driver. Yeah. They said the shark, based on the measurements that they took, was near 20 feet. That's that's big. You got bit by a bus. And the fact that people went and in there. You know, we, we talk about Uvalde. Think about this. You're there. In Uvalde, you've got weapons. You've got stuff to protect you. It's a somewhat fair playing ground. People ran in there to save a guy in murky water with blood everywhere and an animal that can kill you in a heartbeat, and they went and did that. Maybe they should be police. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from you. But uh, the more people who go in the water, the more sharks there are, there's going to be some accidents. Again, they do not have fingers. They do not have thumbs. So every once in a while... They're going to go, I wonder what that is. If only I had a thumb. I'll go for my next back thing. My teeth. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. If you are a Republican, the ads that you need to have this year for your opponents after you get through your primaries, depending on where you are, with the D on their name, is simply this. Here's an old gentleman who's struggling, wondering if he can stay inside of his house. No. Oh, no. No, indeed. Not at all. I probably would have to move in with my kids or whatever. Paid for by the Biden administration. How about this one? So-and-so struggles just to make ends meet and doing things that she never thought she'd had to do. I'm not making ends meet. I'm not making it. I'm setting my savings. Um... My, I get paid tomorrow, and already my whole paycheck is spoken for. And it's the first time in my life I've had to apply for food stamps because I don't know how we're going to continue eating groceries. Paid for by the Biden administration. Mileage may vary. Not a licensed medical professional. Whatever they say at the end. That's it. People are looking around. Inflation is up. People are struggling day to day. And it's funny because I think with the rise of the coronavirus, people are like, why isn't people paying more attention? You know why? Because of what that lady just said. 
I've talked to more people who are taking on, you know, uh, the, the uh, four or five years ago, people were taking on side hustles because that's what it was. It was a side hustle. And there's a difference between a side hustle and having to take on a second or third job to make ends meet. A side hustle is my life's okay. I'm doing stuff on the side that I want to do, make a little extra change, and who knows, this may grow into something where I could say, see ya, I'm doing this only. That's a side hustle. Or I'm saving up to buy a new this or a new that. Side hustle. I don't need to, but I'm choosing. Here is not a side hustle. Here is a struggle bus. I'm not making ends meet. I'm not making it. I'm setting my savings. Um, I get paid tomorrow and already my whole paycheck is spoken for. And it's the first time in my life I've had to apply for food stamps because I don't know how we're going to continue eating groceries. Not a side hustle when you got to get a second job. Not a side hustle. And it's about to get worse. Money's going to get more expensive sooner rather than later. They're going to have to start bumping them their rates. And it's not even a question of if they're going to hike rates, but by how much. You know, before this week's inflation reports, we were looking at a three-quarters of a percentage point jump in rates. Now some economists are telling me they wouldn't be surprised if the Fed raised rates by one percentage point at that meeting in two weeks. That would be the first time we've seen something like that happen since the early 1980s when the government was trying to deal with runaway inflation. So I think the story for consumers is buckle up because higher interest rates are on the way for the rest of the year. And for people out there who are living on their credit cards when it goes up a little bit on a mortgage and your car it goes up a lot of it here's the other thing soak this up for just a second when we killed inflation in the 70s and 80s when they they went it won a point we couldn't do what they did they jumped like we're gonna go up five points there was a time it got to over 20 percent 20 percent think about that think about that but because we're so in debt here it could never get that if got to that level i mean you know all right we don't have social security and we no longer have a military and now we can pay the interest on our debt (laughs) that's the way that would be hence the reason why the debt is a national security problem So, plus we manufactured stuff here. You know, yesterday I was talking a bit about the, uh, somebody said, oh, Chad, I need to, on the afternoon show, I said something about the the dollar being on par with the euro. uh, And I got it confused. What I meant to say was, is is when the dollar gets on par with things like the euro, we need a strong dollar. Here's the thing. We don't manufacture here, right? Like we used to. We're trying and we're trying to set it up, but when our dollar's strong and ever people's money's weak, it makes it more expensive. We're more consumer-based, and the goods are already cheap because they're making them cheap. But for us, if we're trying to ship things, right, and we're trying to get stuff out there, well, guess what? The stronger the dollar, it doesn't help. And we don't want a dollar that's worth nothing. But it's little things like that. This this president. I don't want him to fail. I think everybody's saying, I can't blame everything on him. What I can blame him for is the lack of any real good response. His response has been, at best, lethargic, 
slow, reactionary, not forward-thinking. But that's being kind. It's been an absolute cluster from top to bottom. Not wanting him to fail doesn't mean he isn't failing. And that's what's happening. And it's not going to get better anytime soon because when you've got a situation where, okay, so people aren't going to be buying houses. No, people are still going to be buying houses. And part of the reasons they're buying houses, there's just not enough houses. So they're looking around going, well, I need to live somewhere. And I and and with interest rates rising, more people are going to be heading towards, what, apartments? Because they're going to be asked out of it. Their income's not going to get to a point where they can afford it. So they're going to be doing what? Going to rentals. There's not enough rentals. So your competition's going to be there. So even if rates rise, people are still going to be buying homes because it'll be cheaper. Would I rather pay $2,500 a month there or $1,800 a month here? Uh, you know, I'm going to pay 18 bucks, 100 bucks a month. It's still cheaper than renting. But there's just not enough. When 2008 happened, boom, people got out of the business. They never came back. Ever. My father-in-law who passed away. That was it. He was a contractor for, what, three, four decades. And that was it. Overnight, he was bankrupt. And many of the people that he worked with just never came back. So, and it never recovered. And then we got to the point where people started buying again. Boom. Weren't building fast enough, and people weren't in the trades anymore. So, this this is going to be an interesting situation as we head forward. But if you're a Democrat right now, and you hear people saying, not only I can't I make ends meet, the side hustle ain't a thing. It's a second and third job. And I'm going to be evicted. And you can talk about, oh, wages are rising. Yeah, but when inflation's kicking its butt, it don't matter. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Talk a little bit about who might be running for president on the Democratic and Republican side. A lot of other stuff to get to as well. Healthy Cell is great. Take my Healthy Cell every single day. Uh, and it depends, you know. Like, uh, this is how I do it. I wake up in the morning. And I go right and I grab my incredible uh, immune super boost, right? So here's Healthy Cell. This is a new way to take vitamins. Ingestible gels. Gets into your system. Actually works. But there are tons of other things that they offer, including from immune super boost to what I take in the afternoon, focus and recall, to what I take at night, which is REM sleep. And what it is, the gel pack. Squeeze it into your mouth. Tastes great. That's it. It's got vitamins, minerals, everything you can think. Your body absorbs it. 165% more absorbable than large tablets, and that's the delivery system. Gets into your body, and it's incredible. The future of vitamins is pill-free. It's healthy cell. Right now, save 20% on your first order. It's limited time order, plus money-back guarantee if you don't love it. Go to HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Use code Chad to get 20% off your first order risk-free. Again, HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Use code Chad for 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Get you that 100% money-back guarantee. At Chad Benson Show. That's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all the other stuff. It's the Chad Benson Show.
Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. I don't speculate on who's running in 2024, even if it's the former occasional occupant of the White House. Yes, you do. That's what you guys do. That's all that you guys do. That's Nancy Pelosi, for those of you who don't uh, recognize those dulcet tones. Uh, because the, I tell you guys this, the, the, the noise that's going to come soon is going to grow exponentially. And it already is. But by the time we get to November... And through the midterms, especially if the shellacking is there, and I do believe the shellacking will be there, understand that nobody wants Joe. You served your purpose. You got the bad guy out of there. You served your purpose. He's gone. You served your purpose. He's not going to be. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. That's what they got. They, they, uh, you did what you needed to do. It's time for you to go. I've been telling everybody who listens here to this show, but everywhere else, they say, who do you think is going to run? I said, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, you're hearing more and more, you know, I, I look at this and I think, oh, God, I feel like Trump's still going to throw his hat in the ring. I don't know why. Uh, if he looks at the poll numbers, that you know he's got that that certain core group that is following, but the reality is, is uh, a vast majority of Republicans are, are like, hey, thanks, we we like a lot of what you did, but it, it, enough is enough. Or it's time to move on. It, it, enough is enough. Uh, and I think it will be uh, Ron DeSantis, and it could be a formidable duo if Trump got behind him and stopped talking about the 2020 election. I think that would benefit him greatly. And as far as I'm concerned. I think everybody knows it isn't going to be Kamala Harris. It's going to be this guy. But I do believe education is under assault in ways that I've never experienced in my lifetime. That I think we're living in as it relates to the assault of our freedom of expression, speech. The meme of the moment, well, maybe it's no longer the moment, was something called critical race theory. There was this guy, Tucker, so I, I'm trying to just understand what it is. Of course, if it's happening, it has to be happening in California, but I'm the governor of California. I don't know what it is. must be occurring on the basis of how everybody's jumping over themselves to ban it. But the real meme of the moment seems to be no longer CRT. It seems to be something called social-emotional learning. God forbid. Coincidental, 42 children's books banned, 42 books specifically by, forgive me, the Board of Education in Florida, because it included social-emotional learning. Social emotional learning. What is it? The process of a developing self-awareness, self-control, and interpersonal skills that are vital for schoolwork and life success. Sounds pretty good, right? But when you start to delve in, you're like, oh, wait a minute. You're just wrapping something else up in something else. That's what you're doing. You're wrapping something else in something else. Right? As a lot of people saying, you know, it's it's a Trojan horse. You should bring in. So so what they're saying is, oh, it's not critical race theory. It's social emotional learning, right? 
how about just learning, learning? Have we, have we, have we lost the plot there? Is that something that just doesn't, are we, are we just done? Have we decided, you know what, we're done, just learning, learning. And social emotional learning used to take place, used to take place on the playground. That used to be where social emotional learning, where, where, you, where you learned your interpersonal skills and you did all those things. So Gavin Newsom there who toured the White House, because look, he, he's, he, he talks to talk, right? He's got the look. He's got, if you were to check the box, he is all that is, uh, you know. But for the, for the left out there, if you check the box with Ron DeSantis, he's all those things too. Not a bad looking dude, right? I think it went to both. I think it went to both Yale and Harvard. So those are apples, right? So you're looking at a guy who's young, Ron DeSantis. He is young too, by the way. He's only 43 years old. That's a. Uh, 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 that's something right there. Because, you know, especially today, I, can we all just be on? We, we need fresh blood. We need fresh blood. But he has got all of the same thing, the check mark. This would be something where you look and say, okay, this is where the futures of both parties are going to be, right here. Unfortunately, it's only 5'9", and we tend to like taller people as presidents we see that as most domineering so we'll see we'll see how this goes but he went to yale he went to harvard he's a smart guy and he's leading a state that's successful and here's the other thing go look to latin voters latinx hispanics they're far more conservative than people believe Remember, they come from very Catholic society and upbringings. They're coming here, a lot of them, for the hard work and the people that are born here, their parents that came here. I mean, you can go, you start checking up all the boxes. And I think the left's getting worried because they're seeing people flee their party, the people of color. Because we live in this weird upside down world, as some people were saying the other day, and I continue to laugh at it. It's like the, 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 the movement of what used to be the Republicans were all about the elitism is now moved over to the Democrats and the working person is gravitating more towards the Republicans. Because why? Because you want social emotional learning. You want to, everything's about feelings. Everything's about, let's get rid of facts. Let's get rid of all, let's just feel. Let's just, they don't want that. They don't want that. So your two presidential candidates, I'm saying it, it's going to be Ron DeSantis and it's going to be, uh, that cat there, the one who's, who's, who runs around and screams about how horrible white privilege is and all of these things, all the while is taking advantage of it. I mean, he would also be the person for the central casting. He's like, who's the person that looks like they would be the, the, the swarmy one? They're like, oh, we got a guy for you. We got a guy for you. Wow. And that's Gavin Newsom. Polar opposites. They run their states polar opposites. So we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, coronavirus heading back. One thing we're not talking about in the visit to the uh, to the Middle East is something we've talked about for years. Since I've been alive. And nary a mention. Talk about that as well. It's the Chad Benson Show. 
Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Biden hanging out in the Middle East. We talked about a bit earlier today. Uh, I guess uh, Mahmoud Abbas wanted, Abbas wanted to go to Saudi Arabia before Biden did. He's the president of Palestine. Not very popular, by the way. But if you notice that nobody's talking about, like, normally if there's a president that goes to Israel or anywhere in the Middle East, it's like, hey, when are you going to come up with a two-state solution? When are you going to come up a, with a way to to do get peace in the Middle East when it comes to Palestinian and Israelis? And not a, nary a word, right? Nary a word about any of that. Just oddly quiet when it comes to the Middle East, peace. There's just nothing being said. And the reason's kind of simple. Uh... Everybody else over there has bigger fish to fry. As big as the whole gas and oil and all the things that are going on, as big as that is, and it's big. Don't get me wrong. We all know that. We see inflation. We feel inflation. We, we understand what's, what's happening. We can sense it every day. We go to the gas station. You know, hey, it's been coming down for 30 days. That's great. Yeah, but it sucks because it's still like $1.70 higher than it was last year. It is. And it's not coming down because of things that you have done. Okay, a little bit. The strategic release of barrels is one thing, but we're consuming less. Because we're not driving because it got so expensive. Employers were, again, allowing people to stay home. We got lucky that China's consumption went down because they're not out of the COVID yet. And we'll talk about COVID in a little bit. I mean, we, we, can, we can go through a lot of different things. Great that it's coming down. But still, you're, you're, you're celebrating something like... Uh, you, you really did something spectacular, and you didn't. But as big as that is, here's the fact. Iran is close to getting a nuclear weapon. That changes everything in the Middle East. They're going to get a weapon. I have said that. I don't care what you get and put down on paper. I don't care what you do. They're going to get a weapon. Why? Because they want to. That's why. They want to. This is their goal. Their goal is to get a weapon. They're going to do this. Israel and Saudis, they're not good friends. I think we know that. The reality is, though, everybody understands how big this is. So it was, yes, as big as it is going over there, having tucked tail to talk about, uh, you know, what's going on with, with, you know, oil and stuff and a lot of people. That is taking a, a backseat at this moment in time to how big this could be poli- politically, geopolitically, globally, if Iran got a weapon. And does anybody really trust? I don't care what Biden puts down on paper. I don't care what the UN puts down on paper. I don't, does anybody actually trust that anything that the Iranians do is going to slow them down from their ultimate goal, which is getting a weapon. I don't think so. I do not believe it will. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Inflation going higher. We got all this stuff happening. And guess what, guys? Ah, oh, it's back. That's right. The coronavirus is back. Depending on where you are in the country, 
It's very interesting to see how this thing is going to play itself out. If you're in a place that is staunchly blue, never going to be anything but with zero fear of ever losing any power whatsoever, get ready, especially in bigger cities, for the mask to come back. Put a cloth mask on top of the medical mask. Once again, explaining how masks work. You need both good filtration and a good fit. L.A. County Health Director Dr. Barbara Ferrer announcing if COVID numbers don't decline by the end of the month, the mandatory indoor masks will return here in public on July 29. We do need to proceed with caution. She says the current surge here appears similar to the Delta surge of last summer with fewer people hospitalized, but the BA5 is worrisome and that masks are likely returning. Alex Stone, ABC News. Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, they're probably returning there uh, here in Arizona now. But I, I will say, I woke up this morning, uh, got up extra early, as you guys know, and watched the golf. And, and uh, there was an email that they're, you know, putting in protocols again in the building. Now, we don't have to wear a mask, but if you are exposed to anybody, you have to stay at home. If you are, uh, if you don't feel good, you have to stay at home and quarantine. Uh, those are the things that are, are are coming, and I have a sense that it's going to start to really ramp up because this thing is is growing. But here's what people are doing. A lot of people I know, they're just like, yeah, I got sore throat. I'm gonna just, you know, I'll be cautious, but I'm gonna go to work. I'm not. I I, I can't afford it. I'm not going to do it. There's no more free money out there. Let's not forget that. There's not a ton of free money out there that's going to be handed out now. This is a, this is a dire situation because they've already they, – they shot that shot. And with inflation where it is, I doubt they're going back to print a trillion dollars to start handing out to people. Plus, you're in an election year. We all know, man, it, it, things change once there's a chance that you, you, you may get voted out of office based on policy. And they're looking around, too, and they're saying, you need to go get this. You need to go do that. You need, here, here's it. People aren't doing it. They're not listening. Because they've sat there and they said, we listened for a year. We listened for almost a year and a half in some places. Some places and we know what to do now. This is the Omicron, Omiflu, but well, this one spreads even faster. Everyone spreads even faster. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But we got the shots. They're available. People aren't rushing out to take them. You don't see people just, I, just fighting over each other to get to these things. You don't. You've got the situation where, where you know, you, 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 you're seeing people get reinfected over and over again, and some people aren't at all. And while... It may be spreading. It may be easier to spread. All of those things may be true. People aren't. uh, It's not that they're not paying attention. It's just that they're living their lives like they would if the flu was out there, because essentially this is what this has become. It's the flu. We have a hundred thousand more cases a day than we did this time last year. The deaths are virtually the same. And who does it affect? That's the other thing. Once again, who do we know? Given the rich toolkit we have, we should not settle for the existing high rates of morbidity and mortality that disproportionately affect those most vulnerable. Yeah. But who are the most vulnerable? People with people who are extremely overweight and obese, who have several comorbidities, and the elderly. We know that. Everybody else, you get around and you live your life. That's it. That's it. 
But it's it's back, and be prepared over the next several days and weeks. You're going to start hearing more and more. Don't be surprised if they're going to tell you to stay at home in some places. And it's coming. It's co- I can I can smell it. I smell it. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. A lot of stuff still to get to as we wrap up this most fun show today. I will tell you this. I got to. I'm going to tell you what I started watching last night. And it is beyond fascinating. And it was just, I, I couldn't swim. So I, cause normally I go on a swim and I'm just like, I need to kind of detox from the day. And man, is it crazy that I got sucked up into it. I think you guys will too. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Plus we're going to talk about wacky dog names and cat names that this vet is putting out there on TikTok, which is hilarious. Uh, that some of these, some of these names are so like that's brilliant. My, it, 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 they take a celebrity's name and they and they wrap it around something, uh, and it's funny. And I'll tell you some names of the cats I've had and and stuff and some of the animal names I've given them, which none of them are based on like celebrities, but they're kind of funny. All right. Uh, speaking of that, Rough Greens, R U F F Greens dot com slash Chad Doodle. His name is uh, Doodle Von Doodlestein. That's his name. We just call him Doodle. We didn't even know what his name was when we got him. They'd give him a name, and we gave him this name because it was hilarious. And he is, uh, he's alive and well, thanks to Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible supplement in this powder that brings your dog's food alive and really helps them. Helps their skin, helps their mobility, helps them with their aches and pains. And most importantly, it gives them energy and helps their digestive tract, and it is amazing. Right now, they want you to try it before you buy it. How easy is that in today's world? You try it before you buy it. This is what I want you to do. Go to roughgreens.com slash chad, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chad. When you do, you sign up right there. They're going to send you a bag for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. Try it today. You will not be disappointed. Roughgreens.com slash chad, roughgreens.com slash chad, Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. All right, we're Bart Ruffalo. Who's got Pico de Gatto? I don't know how people create the names they do, but there are some genius minds out there that really are creative. The Chicago-based veterinarian sharing some of the most bizarre on TikTok. All right, I'm looking for Paul McCartney. The video's racking up more than 8.3 million views. Ozzy Pawsborn, the Prince of Barkness. In addition to the silly stuff, Dr. Frank also shares content to help pet owners, from performing the Heimlich on animals to red flags you shouldn't ignore. I love that. I have, uh, so it's weird because, like, the names we give your animals, because everybody, everybody gives their animal, I was the comic talks about, everybody gives their animal a weird name, then they give it a nickname, and they only call it by the nickname. And, uh, you know, I had a couple cats when I was younger, and I gave them wacky names. So I had Zippy T, Flupper Vump, Junior Doctor Esquire the Third, and the Captain Cat Fantastic Superhero Warrior Ninja Kitty. <laughs> we called them Cappy and Zip. That's, that's kind of what it is. And, uh, you know, my, my lizards and stuff, they don't, uh, they don't really. You know, Winston's one thing, but uh, the snakes don't really care what their names are because, like, we, we, we can't hear you. And uh, the Norman, he knows what his name is. His name is Norman. He knows that. He's my big boy. I've got Mo, who's my big giant uh, Nile monitor, 
and uh, uh, we call him Mo, named after Mo Salah, the great soccer player for Liverpool. I've got uh, I've got Ozzy, who's my Australian uh, Argus monitor. You know, it's a big Argus monitor. We call him Ozzy, and then uh, we've got a uh, I've got my my big lace monitors, and uh, they're 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 a couple, and they're uh, Gomez and Morticia. Again, they don't care about their names. They think their name is whatever the sound is that opens the door. Dogs are different, though. Doodle, you know, you guys ever talk about that? Doodle, I give Doodle the, I call Doodle by his name, right? I don't think Doodle, here's the funny thing about my dog Doodle when we're talking about, I don't think he speaks, uh, first of all, I don't think he speaks English because they didn't think he did. Uh, he, he, the family that had him before, he spoke Spanish. So, and uh, the other thing is, I, his name wasn't Doodle, <laughs> so originally, so he doesn't know what his name is. But our other two dogs, Red and Bowie, they know exactly what their names are. And 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 like everything, they don't really care. They don't, as long as it sounds like food. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of your kids and kittens out there. Uh, this weekend, what should you watch? And I'm going to give you a suggestion on something, especially if you have Netflix. What you should watch if you're kind of like me and you find certain things just interesting. One of those being a mystery. Where the crawdads sing. I had a family. Is one of the most anticipated new films out this weekend, an adaptation of the wildly popular coming-of-age murder drama novel starring Daisy Edgar-Jones. The animated adventure Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Why do you want to be a samurai? Features the voices of Michael Sarah, Ricky Gervais, Samuel L. Jackson, and more. Oh, that's nice to know. Their critically acclaimed stop-motion comedy, Marcel the Show with Shoes On, expands into theaters nationwide. Let's go somewhere. And streaming on Prime Video, it's the father-daughter road trip dramedy, Don't Make Me Go. Yeah, uh, I would go see Paws of Fury because that's the kind of person I am. The kids would like to see that. I don't want to see any other movies. I think that we know that. They don't want to see a stop-motion animation about the coming of age of anything because they're kids. Uh, Jack will be out here. Uh, but last night, I got sucked into something. So I was tired, came home. You have to do this show all day. And, and I do this show, and then I do my local show. And and uh, I have fun doing it. And I, what you guys know, and if you listen to the show, I do a ton of voice work. So in between, I'm doing voice work. Uh, there's days that I don't leave the studio. I get here at, uh, today I got here about 2.45, because uh, I'm watching the the British Open. If you guys know, the British Open takes place in anyone? Britain. You're right. Fantastic. It's at St. Andrews. And so it actually starts at like like 10.30 tonight. It'll start. But so I got uh, here extra early and I'll do all this stuff. But last night I was like, I just want to watch something. I don't want to pay attention to anything. And I got sucked in. D.B. Cooper. So Netflix has a new, uh, I don't know if it, it's a series. It's four episodes. I don't know if there's going to be more. But it is so fascinating. And the mystery of who this was. And if you don't know who D.B. Cooper was or what originally, his name was Dan Cooper. Somehow D.B. Cooper just sounded cooler. Right. But he was essentially became this antihero in a time of of of, you know, inflation was going up. You know, things were tough. The man got it. Well, he got it stuck to him and he became a hero. Right. Like Jesse James, you know, Billy the Kid. We look back at these antiheroes who who run close afoul of the law. And at the same time, there's some goodness in him and what they started out to be and what they become. As far as D.B. Cooper, nobody knows who the guy was. Right? Everybody's got a theory. And so I thought, well, you know what? I've seen a hundred of these, but you know, it's 35, 40 minutes, takes my mind off thing, kind of helps me calm down. I wanted to go swimming last night, which is normally what I do when I get home, but we've had massive thunderstorms and lightning. I was like, you know, I'm not going to chance it. 
because it was really gnarly by my house. So I said, screw it. Man, I tell you what, uh, it is crazy. It really is because everybody has a theory. And so go back. It was uh, a couple days before Thanksgiving in uh, 1971. Sky boards a plane, Northwest Orient plane, and a 35-minute puddle jump right from Portland to Seattle. And he says he's got a bomb and asks for four parachutes and $200,000 cash. He gets four and uh, he jumps out. That's it. He jumps out. They land in Seattle. They have everything ready. They get the four parachutes on. He uh, uh, releases everybody, but one stewardess and the pilots, they take off. And about 10, 15 minutes into the flight, uh, he lowers down the little alt, uh, you know, uh, whatever it was. They call it the little stairway in the back. And he jumps out into the, to the cold, wet, rainy night. And that was it. And then the mysteries began. 50 years. 50 years. And there's lots of theories, but they break down who they think it is. Everybody's got a flaw. And by the way, there is a woman in this. There's a woman in this who some people believe could have been Dan Cooper, D.B. Cooper. uh, And his name was Bob. And then he was one of the he was the first trans person in Washington state. But everybody's got something. Deathbed confessions, the FBI. Man, it is so fascinating. Got a couple episodes left last night, but you get sucked into it and you're like, oh my goodness. Because when they fly over some of that stuff and they show you where the terrain is and the ruggedness of it, my God. You're like, yeah, I can see how people could get lost out here. No problem. I've been up to Washington State and in and around the, you know, through 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 tons of forest out there. And I've told you guys my my Bigfoot story when I was a younger kid. You could get lost out there for days and days. And that was back also in the height of skyjacking. We remember that skyjacking was everywhere uh, back in the day. And kids nowadays, we don't even think, you know, because of, you know, 9-11 and the way that things are now, the younger generation doesn't really understand. They used to be able to just kind of wander into an airport. As one person said, it was no different than going to the grocery store in an airport. You walk up, never show them your ID, pay 20, 30 bucks, get a ticket to somewhere and take off. Crazy. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You guys have a blessed rest of your weekend. We will do it again. Oh, I'm going to say Monday. As always, Night Night Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.